Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of Crow Medicine. Today, we're going to talk about something that is a little bit on the science side, but it also connects to spirituality, and that is we are talking about the entrance into this new phase of Solar Cycle 25. That is, we're going to talk about this intense solar activity that has been going on and kissing the Earth. We're going to talk about how we feel it in our bodies, why we feel it in our bodies, and why this benefits our soul. So come on in. Join me for a loving conversation on how we are able to work with this solar energy as building blocks for our soul healing, our soul expression, and our lives. Hello, friend, and welcome back. It's me, Katie, your host. Today, we're going to be talking about an intersection of science and spirituality. That is, we're going to be talking about the extreme power that the solar winds and CME ejections that we are currently experiencing as a result of a recent X-flare, but some brand new activity on the sun that signifies that we are moving into a new phase of solar cycle 25. This is a very exciting moment in our planetary expansion journey because this, my friends, is that battery power up moment that I told us all to be expecting. This is a really unique set of experiences that are happening on the surface of the sun that are then, of course, being ejected into space and are intersecting with our planet because we're out in there. And yes, my friends, it is very true that these solar rays, these cosmic rays do connect to life on Earth and the planet. They have an influence on the radiation that we experience in our atmosphere. They have the ability to affect major sets of tools. So you might have heard about people having complete radio blackouts in like 2017 when we had a recent solar flare. Certain things happen whenever the geomagnetics are affected as much as they can be when this type of energy is blown into our environment. And so the purpose of this podcast is to do something that I love doing, which is bringing science and spirituality together. And so come on in and join me for a preliminary conversation on this new solar activity, why we are feeling it in our souls and our bodies so much, and how this represents a really good moment in our own personal healing journeys, but also that of our beloved home, planet Earth. It is my joy to have you back. Thanks so much for joining in on Crow Medicine again. It's me, Katie. Okay, so you hear me talking quite a bit about the fact that we as a solar system are connected and that what happens in the other planets and bodies that are involved in our galactic neighborhood has a large influence on life here on Earth. And so the sun is a part of that. And so part of what I'm going to say is data that I have been gathering and collecting from my years of reading Um, about this. Um, I have been drawing charts um, from spaceweather.com and so I'm going to refer to some of the charts, some of the measurements that they have been picking up over the last two weeks or so. What I'm saying right now is rooted in a brand new phase of expression. However, it's not rooted to just this particular moment. What I'm talking to you here about and that is in terms of the impact of solar energy on our bodies and its ability to be used as building blocks for our soul's lives in this planet is something that is a mainstay in how this works. And so while you're learning about how to improve your life today, congratulate yourself on getting the double, the double kind of the two birds in one (laughs) of getting to also know more about how the planet works at an intricate level because the planet and the universe, um, we're all connected, right? And so part of the connection point of bringing the planet back into its healthy state is reconnecting it to parts of the universe that it is meant to be um, aligned with. And the sun is one of those bodies that we are supposed to be having these expressions with. And so you will notice that I have been absent from recording live podcasts for about a month now. And that is because I have been in constant ceremony ever since the last one including going on a long journey, (laughs) hitting a lot of different PowerPoints here in the United States of America. 
where uh, I was helping to prepare the earth to receive this energy. And I was actually also working through it and have been working through it every single day. And I know that there are also a lot of ceremony caretakers out there who are doing the same thing. And so maybe you're one of them and maybe you didn't even realize that all of this was happening. And so uh, contextualize your own personal call to ceremony, your own personal call to healing within some of the information that I'm providing to you right now, because your soul and your body knows what's going on. And, and that's because you are source, you are the universe. And inside of us, that voice, our soul spark connection has the ability to communicate to us pretty much all of this. And yes, of course, we're going to use things like spaceweather.com as a resource that we can work on, or what I'm saying right now is resources that we can work with to help us get a better understanding of the process. But this is also a reminder that ultimately, the more that you align yourself to the planet, the more that you align yourself to your soul, the more that you're going to naturally feel and experience when things like this go on. And part of why that is, because just as it is part of the planet's natural healing cycle, this energy is so powerful to apply to our own natural healing cycle. And like I've been telling you in other podcasts, like Messages of Love from the Planet or our Equinox special or our Solstice special, we, that means me and you, and everyone listening to this podcast and the planet are intricately interconnected. And that's how it's supposed to be, right? We live here <laughs> on this planet. This is where our consciousness is primarily located, at least for now. And this is where we're working on creating a reality. And so when we allow ourselves to plug into the planet and harmonize with the planet, we also then bring ourselves into connection to the natural healing flow that it is in. And that is a lot more comfortable than the experience that some of us have before we get there, which is feeling like we are getting smashed around by every single moon, conjunction, alignment, solar ray um, that happens. And so part of what is special about my method and what I've been teaching through this podcast and for many years is that when we get a better knowledge of the different processes that we are part of, we can then anticipate when they're coming. We can prepare our bodies and our souls for them. We can recognize that they're happening and we can learn to live in a way that allows us to benefit from it. And, you know, if you're a ceremonial person like I am, somebody who dedicates your life to taking care of this planet, you also know how to recognize that these things are happening and to really also give ourselves, all of us, a little more self-love. And so I will explain a little bit more about that throughout this broadcast. Before moving on any further, it makes sense to bring up one of our main themes here, which is Solar Cycle 25. So Solar Cycle 25 began officially in the year 2019. This is not something that is brand new today. However, as an epoch or as a framework or as a new phase of development lays out, it often takes a number of years for us to start seeing the expression of what that transition will be. And so what we are experiencing right now is contiguous with the scientific expression and expectation of how solar age 25 would come in. In fact, it's pretty much happening exactly as it was expected to in terms of when it would start. However, it's interesting observing the scientists' methods and research every single day, which is what I do, because this is where the science and the spirituality starts meeting. I don't know how many of you know about my background, but I am a trained social anthropologist. I also trained um, all the way up into the methods level at a PhD level in sociology, done a lot of social psychology methodology. And all of that is to say that I am a huge research nerd and I love to study. And studying is always a big part of what I do in terms of creating an understanding of what's going on in the world. And so my soul many years ago said, Katie, you're going to want to really pay attention to what happens with solar flare activity. And in fact, solar flare activity was one of the main things that woke me up to recognizing my connection to the earth. And so I'm really happy and excited to get to talk to you about this today because a lot of us have probably been noticing and feeling these solar flares that are associated with the onset of this new phase of solar cycle 25. And so this is where my own also expertise as a teacher and as somebody who is a, a spiritual master comes into play. And this is my own unique 
Katie Indy Crow kind of thing that I'm adding in here is that at the same time that Solar Cycle 25 came into play, that was 2019, that was also a really significant moment in how us caretakers of the planet were meant to be operationalizing, taking care of the planet. And so those of you who have been long-term students, friends, co-creators, shout out. Um, you will remember December 2019, we were like, okay, everyone, we have just officially made it through this significant transition of a really bad timeline and we basically made it out of the woods for something that a lot of us had chosen on a soul level to unite to do um, in order to get the planet past a certain point in its history and so those of us who were involved in that uh, you probably remember me being really excited and changing my teachings from talking about a timeline to a reality stream and so for those of you who are new to all of this I will fill in the gaps and the knowledge over the years. And I have a new series coming up called um, Caretaker Chronicles, where I tell stories about these adventures and bring in guests and friends of people who take care of this planet every single day of their lives. It's time for us to tell our stories in ways that are happy and not rooted in some of the drama <laughs> that happened. But it was like a bad sci-fi film for a few years. <laughs> for a lot of us and um part of what we experienced in 2019 and the big transition that a lot of us were excited for was the entrance into this new solar cycle because what it meant also was that we were about to have a huge set of power ups coming in from the sun and different cosmic sources like different conjunctions that i'm going to talk about whenever i'm going through the course of this conversation and what they were all supposed to do is to help tune us and the planet into our higher harmonic. Now, that's Katie Andy Crow language. That's so for me, for new people, I'm just going to do a short explanation on what that means in terms of my school and my teachings. So what that means is that tuning, we are connected to the universe. I mentioned that at an earlier part. We are also connected to our solar system. And so a lot of us are on this journey right now where we are integrating the principles of our solar system. So if you wanted to get real nerdy about this, you can go and check out what the different planets represent and their different characteristics. Now, I don't really buy into the bag of all of those crappy characteristics that go along with some planets like Mercury. In fact, part of what we're doing right now is filtering out that kind of whole thing like Discord on energy of communications. And that's super esoteric. So um, <laughs> if you didn't understand everything I just said, it's okay. In, in time, you will. But the point that I'm making here is that we're going on a journey through the solar system. And that journey is the gift. We are receiving gifts from the planets as they kiss one another and come into alignment with the planet that are part of the sacred trajectory and alignment of our universe. And this is part of our cosmic story. And so the Earth and all of the planets around us are stepping into a new relationship with one another. And so um, at another level that be accelerated whenever we stepped into what we called the age of Aquarius. So that would have happened at around January or, or whatever, I think 2021. Yeah, it was January. And that proceeded very closely. Um, or sorry, that was preceded very closely by the Saturn and Jupiter conjunction that happened on solstice december 21st 2020 and so like i said earlier these are dates and times that are significant it's okay if you don't remember them all i'm just keying them in for people who are interested this is like galactic history this is like the history of how the planet got to where we're at or the narrative and so we had many years we had 2012 which was a really significant time where we stepped into a phase of the planet's development and that phase lasted for about eight years some people would call that a cycle of Venus, which it was. It takes eight years for Venus to go through its cycle. And so through that eight-year span, we figured out a lot of things of how the Earth was going to work. And we also had a lot of solar flare activity at the time. So reining back this story that I'm telling to how it started, which is the solar flare activity helped me even know that all of this was happening. It was like 2012, 2013, 2014, and I'm just like having headaches every single day. I am feeling nauseous all the time. My elbows are hurting. Um, not sleeping a lot at night. In fact, being awake all night and hearing things 
beating in the night. Now, at the time, some of that was actually underground raves that <laughs> were happening in a neighborhood I was living in. But a lot of the time, that was just hearing the heartbeat of the universe and hearing the soul of the planet. And I had no clue that's what was actually happening at the moment. But what I did know, thanks to my soul bringing me on a little research journey, was that, oh, you can actually tell when solar flares are happening. And, oh, okay, so... Hmm. A lot of the times when I'm experiencing the most uh, expressions, I don't use the word symptom because that makes it sick. It's an expression of energy that's supposed to tell you something about what's going on and how to handle your body. And when you get to that place, you don't actually feel ill with it anymore. That's another principle of the school. But um, yeah, I just noticed that that was a huge thing that was happening. And, and so ever gradually and slowly over time of studying this stuff, I would notice that when solar flares were happening, it was also moments that I was having a lot of energy shifting around deep emotions. It was whenever I was finding a lot of personal truths. And it was whenever I was experiencing a lot of things that were either rough or positive, depending on where I was at the time. Because let me tell you, back until about 2014, 2016, I got beat around a lot. Um, and that's part of why I created the school that I did, because I just was not finding teachings that were working. And so part of this whole thing that I set up was connecting to the earth and aligning to the earth so that we wouldn't be so, I guess, negatively impacted by when these flares or when other energy adjustments were happening. The concept was get yourself harmonized and adjusted every single day so that we would be able to benefit from these activities. And back in those days, we were having like like 20. Let me see. I have, I have a graph. Let me pick out the graph here. Um. And this is from spaceweather.com, just giving my reference to this. Like, obviously, the graph is from spaceweather.com, not all the esoteric stuff. That's a Katie thing. So, um, 2012, we had zero days without sunspots. 2013, zero days. 2014, one day. 2015, zero days. And then uh, from 2017 until 2020, we started having more days without sunspots. So, and we had a lot less solar activity that time since that time. So, the last major solar flare x flare that we would have had um on except for the one on july 3rd before that was like back in 2017 and so um this whole story that i'm telling you about is that you know we the planet went through a cycle of healing uh whenever we had a lot of this solar activity a lot of people experience it and i'm saying that we went through a bit of a lull in a stabilization so that occurred in the last few years and that i think was where on an esoteric level, we were preparing for what we knew was going to come next, and that was the entrance of the Age of Aquarius, which also coincided, of course, with this <laughs> this solar cycle 25. And so where we're at in this combination conversation about souls and the sun is that the sun is now starting to turn itself back up and that the sun is now really offering every single day and what's going to continue to expand some serious power that is being presented to us in the form of CME ejections, solar flares, and solar wind, and that we have had a rapid acceleration and expansion of this activity since July 3rd, 2021, and this has been... Um, recognized as quite notable in terms of where the sunspots and where the activity is happening. For example, sunspots are mostly equatorial phenomena. This is a direct quote. According to the Solar Terrestrial Center of Excellence, 95% of sunspots in the historical record have latitudes of less than 30 degrees, and nearly three quarters were crowded within 20 degrees of the sun's equator. AR2844, which is one of our active sunspots, is an outlier located two to two, three times as far from the equator as a typical sunspot. Since the space age began, only a handful of sunspots have been seen at such high latitudes. Now is the time to look for them. And so that's the end of the quote. So this research, or actually going back, research shows that high latitude sunspots appear most often during, during the early years of solar cycles. And solar cycle 25 is just getting started. So that's end quote. And so that quote is from a data publication of Sunday, July 18, 2021, 
taken from spaceweather.com. It's important to cite your references because there are people out there who do the work that get us the data that helps us understand things in a more enhanced way. So thank you very much to the people over there who are sending up their cosmic ray measurements every single day. There is a group of students, um, a calculus students who are doing that. And I think it's really cool whenever we are able to bring together all of these forms of understanding, because as you can tell, things are a lot more enhanced when we understand where these sunspots are coming from, what they have to do with our personal soul expansion, how that fits in with science as we know it in a western base but also where the esoteric science actually intersects and perfectly interplays with this story ah so what's next so having talked about solar flares and the system of planetary expansion that we are experiencing and how this ties into the entrance of solar, well, the continuation of solar cycle 25 and the entrance into the age of Aquarius. We're now going to talk about how to recognize that you are experiencing this connection and some of the benefits of it. Because, you know, I wanted to also say in this section that it can be very intense. And even for someone like me, it is intense. And one of the ways that we are able to accept it as a gift is to well, I guess recognize that it is. And so that's part of the main reason I wanted to make this offering and to share this conversation is that this is really exciting. And that part of accepting it as the gift that it is, is to talk about it and to celebrate it and to bring ourselves from a conversation where we're talking about feeling like crap all the time, where we still may recognize that we feel like crap, but at the same time, it's to say, okay, I'm feeling what I'm feeling because there's something happening in the energetic atmosphere that I, and it is affecting my body soul experience. When we, when we are able to identify what those variables are, we are then able to put a self care plan into place. And so, you know, a lot of us have kids, jobs, things that we can't really just lay around in bed all day, um, taking care of ourselves about. And so this is why I just think that it's really important to get ahead of the curve by getting yourself educated, getting a good care plan in place, and just recognizing that this is part of how things are going to be going for the next couple of years. We are back into an amp up phase and we are able to experience it positively. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about, so for example, how can we recognize that solar activity is happening? Well, for people who are catching this live and around the time that I am recording it, we had um, a pretty intense series of far side, um, and they call it explosion. The word is such an intense word, but we we're having dense solar wind and sparking that sparks geomagnetic unrest on the planet. And so, for example, a dense and strongly magnetized stream of solar wind enveloped the Earth for a few hours on July 14th, unsettling our planet's magnetic field. That sounds like a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. It is a very good thing. In fact, what it is doing, it is shifting our magnetic field into its more crystalline expression. One of the things you're going to hear me talk about over the years, and you have heard me talk about in my other podcasts, is the crystalline core of the Earth. This is powering up the crystals of the planet. If you have crystals in your house, oh my goodness, get them into water, put them in the window, bring them out into the sun, allow them to bathe in this. Of course, by virtue of being on the planet, they are part of it. But really, honestly, if you were able to do that, you will help supercharge them, which in turn is going to help them supercharge you. And so during this thing, um, <laughs> just I'm just going to continue reading this because this is gold. So imagine an explosion on the far side of the sun so powerful that we could feel it here on Earth. It happened on July 13th. The debris emerged in a circular cloud known as a halo CME. So when space weather forecasters saw this explosion, there was a moment of excitement. It appeared to be heading directly toward Earth. Um, so however, what they were able to detect using a spacecraft was that it was heading away from Earth. This is where it gets interesting, and this is their words. Although the explosion occurred on the far side, separated from Earth by the massive body of the sun, it still peppered our planet with high-energy particles. The energetic and relativistic nuclei and electron ERNE detector on board SOHO recorded a surge in radiation not long after the CME appeared. How did this radiation reach Earth? Rami Vienio, a professor of space physics at the University of Turku in Finland, who works with ERNE data, says it's not possible to answer that question without a detailed analysis involving multiple spacecraft. However, she speculates that the liftoff of the CME may have created a global shockwave on the far side of the sun. 
particles spilling over the edge may have spiraled toward our planet, end quote. And so that was from July 15th, 2021. And the point in coming and saying that is that we are now also experiencing phenomenon that's two sets of phenomenon that i just read to you that have happened in the last set of days that is new and um different to what we are used to seeing here on earth which tells us that the solar system and the sun and us are acting differently it also verifies that we are indeed experiencing a shift in geomagnetics and radiation that is being caused by or at least caused and attributed by this reaction or this new relationship that is being measured with the sun and, you know, just I know for a lot of people out there that knowing the science behind it really helps to verify what sounds like airy fairy esoteric stuff into a real life thing that is actually truly happening. And so I'm very happy to help have this conversation. This is a real life thing that is actually truly happening. And so how does this affect us? Well, I just released or I just rehearsed a statement that was from July 15th. We have had those activities every single day since then. So that's July. What? 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, and then um, what's going on right now. So we've also had new solar flares happening as of July 21st. So we are having this every day. How have you been feeling recently is a great first place to start. To see if you're feeling it. Have you been feeling extremely tired, thirsty um, at some points of your day, but then extremely wired for sound at others, probably in the middle of the night? <laughs> Have you been doing a lot of shifting of energy in the gut area? So having heartburn, diarrhea, or constipation. Have you been having experiences where your ear crystals are ringing? So you're having a lot of ringing in your ears. Maybe you are having some feelings of really being really imbalanced or falling over. Maybe somebody around you is experiencing that. I want to first, I guess as I'm saying all this, I'm not a medical doctor. I am real smart and I got a lot of things accomplished including a really high level of education as a social anthropologist and I am a soul specialist and I'm going to speak to you from that level if you ever feel like you want to go to a doctor a medical doctor um do because there's a beautiful overlap between western medicine and spirituality and spiritual science and so don't you know if if your soul and your body knows when you need that kind of support and I don't, I'm not one of those people that poo-poos on it. So if you want to go to the doctor, go to the doctor, do it. And, 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 but if you're having these experiences and, and you're not feeling nervous or scared about it, this is one of the reasons that it might be happening, especially if you're noticing it happening when we're having a lot of solar flares, that, that feeling of not being able to move and like walking, like I was walking into molasses was like the primary feeling of the year 2014. (laughs) (laughs) and so maybe some of you are feeling that way and why is it that you're experiencing it because stated really simply your physical body is able to detect that radiation that geomagnetic shift your physical body is connected to the planet earth when the planet earth is experiencing major shifts like that and 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 that th- and they're being picked up and measured even by the rudimentary uh, element, instruments that we have for western or for well, for today's science um to actually detect this stuff like when it's being picked up by those instruments and it's being noted in the, in the scientific community um it is something that it, it even the most skeptical person can feel safe and saying okay this may very well be actually affecting me and i might actually be having this experience and so why is this a good thing from the perspective that I have developed and taught and trained and studied over the years, this is a good thing because solar and cosmic energy is part of who we are and it's part of what the planet is. So we'll talk about it from a soul level first and then for the caretakers out there or those people who are curious about how this helps us build the universe, I'll talk about that too. Um, But from a soul perspective, okay, so I'm getting a little esoteric here, but we're talking about a lot of different things, so I feel comfortable. Your soul and your body are supposed to be, you know, a beautiful, cohesive, co-creative relationship. Your soul is meant to be deep, deep, like living through all of the extremities in your body. Your soul has the capacity to travel to and through your body, through all of your systems, not just your energy system. Your energy system is an overlay that fits into your body that is part of it that is meant to be the working part that helps your soul and your physical body speak together. 
And so the process of awakening that a lot of people experience when you're building your using language, like building your energy body, awakening your chakras, um, communicating with your soul. A lot of people perceive that only to happen through their third eye or their heart. And also in the tradition that of spirituality, at least that I was exposed to, there's a real body hating um, mentality. And so one of the things that you're going to know that's very different about what I teach at my school and what you're going to find at my blog and by subscribing to this website and, you know, following um, along, and I'll talk about future programming at the end of this one, is that I'm very body positive. And for me, healing my body from cancer, um, a life of taking a lot of medications, I'm sure you can imagine the kind of things that you have to put into your body while you're in the process of being healed from cancer. Um stress, anxiety, that healing, that really affected my ability for me to be me. And, you know, part of the spiritual journey that I've been on and the part that has been really rewarding has been the process of getting to know my body as the home for my soul and getting to realize that a lot of the weird stuff I would feel in my body um, was actually my intuition, my natural intuition and picking up things that was going on in the environment around me, trying to give me messages about stay away from this thing, do this thing, or, you know, stay away from this person to talk about, you know, and become friends with this person. And also a lot of it was my soul trying to communicate to me. And that's the case for a lot of us out there. So when we're in this process of like identifying pain as our enemy or um, getting into a poor me victim mentality of calling what is an energy gift of purification a symptom. What we're doing is we're kind of missing the point here, which is that, okay, so yes, I know that I have had one of the ones that I've had over life is extreme experiences of IBS, <laughs> like really bad, like won't go to, I won't be able to go to the bathroom for like four days sometimes and my whole body will swell because of the trauma sometimes of processing energy and emotions associated with what I have to do to take care of this planet which is sometimes really hard. Um, and also just being able to handle some of the energy that I have to be able to handle in order to help get it here. It, it takes, it takes its toll and recognizing that we require care and that these pain feelings or messages is a very important dialogue to enter into. And so when we're feeling really tired, when we're feeling emotions running through our body, like, why would you be feeling emotions during a solar flare? Well, during a solar flare, that part of what they're doing, the energy that is being deposited and distributed to the earth, but also to you, is it's creating a natural healing environment, right? As I was talking about earlier in this broadcast, and as I've mentioned in other podcasts, the earth is a healing space, and the earth is moving to its higher harmonic which means that it's it's moving into being able to heal itself and rebuild itself more naturally. And it also creates that space for everyone that lives here. That's just because its vibration has shifted. So it's like the earth did meditation for a long time and it raised its vibration. And, you know, how your energy raises when you do meditation and you experience those positive benefits. The earth did that, too, with the help of a lot of us. And... um basically it's going to move through another phase of it and we're going through that phase with it naturally and so part of what happens when this solar energy comes in when we feel it is it also shakes loose some of the debris in our systems so that could be our physical body which are what i was talking about before but it's also our emotional body and that has to do with the feelings the self-truths the realizations the moments where we know that we have to shift things out it is all connected to these powerful influxes that are happening and that's by design and so one of the things that is powerful about this is that you know our souls in in large part communicate to us through our guts so why is getting diarrhea or having heartburn a good sign well it has an it has the indication that you are shifting through some of the things that you're carrying around inside of you that could be there from the type of food you eat. I mean, like, I'm, and this is just even for those of us who eat really green, you know, we don't have a, lo a great nutritional profile to our food, even those of us who eat very well, because of the way that farmers have been pushed into certain forms of farming, <laughs> either like do the industrial farming practices, keep up with industrial farmers or die. I come from a farming province, so I'm not going to make anti-farmer statements. 
I know the power of a small family firm. I know the power of organic farming. And I know that we're moving back towards that. And I know that we are all making choices that are, well, not all of us, but some of us are making choices. And so many more of us are going to make choices that have to do with knowing that the healthier food that we put into ourselves, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you don't eat a cheeseburger, eat a cheeseburger if that's important to you, but recognizing the power of eating greens, recognizing the power of smoothies, recognizing the power of drinking more water as helping to create your body as a more hospitable environment for your soul to be in is something that's going to be an important lesson that I share on this blog. I share in my school, I share in my Patreon community that you can come back here for time and time again. It's crucial to recognizing how to feel comfortable here on this planet. And so this is something I've talked to you guys about before. Whenever we're feeling uncomfortable, a lot of the time is is because there's a part of us that wants to be here or heard or expressed or experienced that isn't being heard, expressed, or experienced. And that was the case for just a lot of our souls in general here on this planet because when the vibration is low, it was hard for us to be who we were here as energetic soul source beings. And so part of this great expansion is that the sun and these solar rays and the activity that's happening as part of this natural healing is that we're creating more space in our bodies and in our energy fields for our soul to actually communicate to us. This is really cool. So that gut pain, that forehead pain, that weird stuff you're feeling in your body, that might actually be your soul working to communicate with you. And when you look at it that way, I think that makes this a lot more exciting. So we have talked about CMEs. We have talked about the new solar age. We have talked about why that is important to the age of Aquarius and the huge expansion in consciousness that that is supposed to represent. We have talked about how these solar energies are helping us to clear out our physical bodies so that we can experience our spiritual experience of our soul here on this planet. And now we're going to talk about a little bit more about what we can do to feel good through this all, because like I said, this is going to continue to happen. This is going to accelerate. Solar minimum was just in 2019. We are now moving out of that solar minimum phase, moving back towards solar maximum. So what that means, the words make it pretty apparent. We're going to have more of this and what we are experiencing today, you can expect to continue to experience. And like I was saying at another part of this broadcast, this is also being sparked and complemented by planetary activity that is going on as part of the rewiring and the reharmonization of our solar system neighborhood and this universe. This is a very exciting time. And this is also a time where you are able to have a lot of positive experiences if you put yourself into the path of that. This is also a time where people who are not really looking at taking care of themselves, taking care of their souls might start to feel like they're being slowly driven insane to the point that they have to think about it. So if that's you, hey, pretty much all of us were there at one point and that's how we got to the realization we have souls and that we have bodies. We live on the planet. This is you. You're not a dunce. Welcome to the party, my friend. And you know, I'm not going to finish every single I'm not going to tell you every single thing in this broadcast because, like I said, this is something I'm passionate about. And please come back and we'll subscribe to the podcast. Join my Patreon community. Subscribe to my blog, www.crow-medicine.com. And come and hear what I have to say about this because, like, I firmly believe, and it's something I said earlier, when we take care of ourselves and when we know what's going on, it's a lot easier for us to stay peaceful, rooted, and feeling okay throughout all of this. And so what are some of the easy things we can do that everybody can pretty much fit into a day? It's not going to cost a lot of money to start doing to be able to adjust to this. Thing number one, I'm going to say it is regular time walking and getting to focus on just being outside on your own for a few minutes. I know that a lot of us are on commute. We have jobs. We have kids. We have families. We're taking care of the universe, even if you are a caretaker and you're doing stuff for the universe every single day, which most of us are right now, this is power time for us. It's really important to take 10 minutes here and there for just not anything other than being outside, being with your feet in the ground and allowing yourself to connect into the natural healing and grounding power of the planet. 
I say it all the time. I say it in another Crow Medicine podcast. The planet is there for you. Let it be. <laughs> if you're looking for inspiration, listen to some of my other podcasts, the ones with music, like uh, Celebrating Your Local Park Oasis is a really fun one if you can't get to the park. And also just know that even 10 minutes is 10 minutes. If you're sitting in the office or the house and you feel like your head is absolutely going to blow off, go for a walk around the block and see what happens. Trust me, there is a really good chance that is going to be enough to connect you to the higher harmonic feeling and experience that you're going to be able to help shift that out. Because one of the things that happens, right, is as this energy intersects with our fields, a lot of people feel anxiety. Why is that? It's because it's really high vibrational and our bodies sometimes don't know what to do with it until we teach them what to do with it. And so part of what we're meant to be doing with the energy is channeling it into parts of our life that make sense. I had this realization the other day where I was looking through um, just old stuff I had written and I remember like channeling when people would be like, well, that weird part of spirituality where people feel like if you're channeling something, you're somehow more authentic than somebody who can speak directly to source themselves. And anyway, in the early days, I channeled too because that was what I thought I was supposed to do. I didn't quite realize that it was all inside of me and that that was where I was at. And so I was looking at that folder and as I was looking at it and thinking about what I was going to teach, I thought channels. Shoot. Okay. So the word that we're coded for a channel is to channel energy. And it's not energy of some other being or some other entity. It's energy that's supposed to be coming into our bodies to heal it. And I thought, oh, okay. Yep. Katie, many years ago, I hope you heard that. And now I'm sharing it with you. So this whole idea of channeling energy and knowing how to channel energy, the point in saying it was because it's this deep, innate thing where we're supposed to be able to bring in the universal energy streams like this that are gifted to us to heal it. And a lot of us who are star seeds know it intuitively. And now other people know it now too, because this is part of the human blueprint DNA. This isn't just for space people. This is for everyone. And that's the point. This is for everyone. And I also, before moving on, I'm not shading anybody who chooses to work in that method. Um, because there are some people who have a solid and smooth and clear connection. I'm just talking about the weirdness of how some people just open their mouths and channel whoever and they somehow are treated with more validity than someone who actually goes and does the studying themselves. That doesn't make you more clear. And anyway, I know that was awkward, but I just didn't want anybody to feel targeted or that I was disrespecting a method because being respectful and being honest is important to me and I have no interest in ruffling feathers unnecessarily. So having said that, let's move on. Channeling energy. So when you're feeling super anxious, that's a sign or like Maybe like you're going to explode, that's a sign that you have a lot of energy coming in and it's a really good opportunity to go and direct it to something. So some people, when the energy comes in, they direct it towards a fight with a person or causing trouble. That's just a waste of energy. And if you're, if you're a person who does that, I really encourage you to write out your feelings um, because what you're going to do is instead of magnifying your issues with other people and displacing energy or being an energy vampire, you're going to be able to take those moments and to identify um, how they are teaching you about your response. And then that outlash that would have been spread on that, you're already beginning to bring it into a point of learning. And slowly over time, what happens instead of lashing out is you learn that this is energy that, oh, if I just go for a walk, I'll probably have a powerful thought that somehow helps me, which is usually what happens, right? Those behaviors are there as roadblocks. When we give ourselves the space to work with the energy positively by doing something like going for a walk, what we're doing is we're taking out the roadblock and making it a building block, and I am all for that. And so other things that you can do. This is going to sound easy, guys, but drink a lot of water. Most of us don't drink enough water. It's hard. Get a class that has a cup, like a cup that has a lid or something on it so that you can measure how much you're drinking a day. I don't mean like be dogmatic about it. What I do mean is just keep an eye on things because significantly increasing your water and letting go of beverages like any form of alcohol is going to be really helpful for you right now. And I don't say that as a person who shades alcohol. I loved my wine and my ciders. I quit drinking, I'm going to say about eight and a half months ago at the point of this broadcast. And whenever I started feeling these influxes, I started laughing. I was like, oh my God, 
wow, I'm, I knew, I knew that stuff was coming and I knew I'd want to be ready to be pure for it. So if you're finding yourself getting extremely hungover off of like no alcohol, it might be time to put her down just for a little while and give yourself the body, the chance to grow. I mean, I'm not here to judge anyone. If you choose to drink, you choose to drink. And that doesn't make you a bad person. Just some of us were pretty sensitive, hypersensitive. And having something like that in our systems makes it harder for us to experience the benefits of this stuff. And so if you're one of those people and if that's ringing a truth to you, just put down the alcohol. A lot of us who actually were people who were um, inspired to drink here or there or people who consume other substances um, or do obsessive behaviors, that all is energy. That's all energy that we could be using as a building block. And so, like, doing a choice like putting down alcohol allows you, when you have that weird feeling, oh, maybe I'd like to have a drink, oh, a lot of the time behind that feeling, guess what? There's productive energy that you could be putting somewhere else, and it has, and, and or, it, and like, personal healing. So, a lot of people, and I have a lot of people who are ex-consumers um, of various sorts in the audience, so I just wanted to give a shout out to, to all of you, and I include myself in that category, um... So one of the things that we were doing is like, and it, I'm not, we're not weak for it. It's just some people have some things going on in their lives and their backgrounds that they needed a little cushioning from. And so sometimes these energies come in to help us heal and we're not quite ready to go there yet. And so that's whenever things like those things will come in. And now what becomes from just like displacing an energy to a habit is when we routinely go to those things instead of doing the healing part and so if you're somewhere in that journey I just like again I wanted to say congratulations for making any choices you're making to understand yourself better and know that you're never going to be judged here and also if you've been feeling yourself feeling the urge to consume lately um, it probably has something to do with the solar activity and in those cases another whole thing about it is that a lot of it like if you were doing things like me like drinking wine or whatever my body was just craving more fruit in many parts of it so just drink and eat more fruit and you know having been vulnerable about that i just want to be also clear guys i'm a spiritual teacher so i'm not sitting here telling you all i was an alcoholic teaching spiritual principles for the last 10 years there's this weird thing where you're vulnerable with people and they all of a sudden put you down. So I'm not going to allow myself to be put down. I was a regular drinker, just like a whole lot of other people were that had one or two here or there, like to have a couple on the weekend. I wasn't somebody who got drunk and I stopped getting drunk on purpose back in like 2016, 2017, something like that. So like, I don't need to be judged because I was being open and honest about that. And you know, if that's where your mind went, let that be a lesson in you and learning how to be more accepting of other people because there's going to be people in your life that are going to be making changes and maybe you're going to be making changes too. And it's really important when we get to those changes and conversations about those changes that we meet at the moment of, hey, that's wicked. You're making a change. That's awesome. I'm so happy you're changing. Cool. Because we don't know anybody's story and we don't know where people are coming from. Um, and that's why I think it's really important that we just remember that there is no real hierarchy here. We have different realms of experience and each of us has a lot going on. And I guess that's something else that's important to think about when we're going through these solar fluxes that, hey, sometimes we're going to experience some things in our communities, in our homes, in our lives that are very strange. And that's because the kinks are getting worked out. And so this is a really good time to know that it's, you know, follow your inner guidance. If you feel like it's time to get out of a situation, get out of it. If a person's going to pop off, let them, but don't let, don't necessarily take it on into yourself. Like mo remove yourself from the situation and give yourself and other people the chance to do something different. I know I'm talking a lot about the emotional component, right? But this is it. Like these have physical body expressions they have energy body expressions and they have emotional body expressions and this is just something that we recognize as helping us move through and so being kind to ourselves and being kind to other people and giving ourselves space when we need it is a very very important part of moving this through and so another part that I want to say before I begin the wrap-up is that you know what else is really important is whenever this energy comes in giving yourself the space to build with it. Have your dreams, have your inspiration. Are you feeling like you want to do something new or different? And if the answer is yes, just give it a go. That is your soul raring to go. Coming up next in Indie Crow, Crow Medicine broadcast, you're going to hear 
a fun telling of uh, what it's like to be a caretaker of the planet. I have a special guest who I've already been recording with. We have a chef and nutritionist coming in to help us work on purifying our guts so that we are going to be able to hear our souls better. And we also have more music podcasts. The next one that I am going to produce is going to be a solar dance party. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Also, happy to let you guys know that I just created my brand new um, meditation, meditative state harmonics course. So this is one that you can sit down and read in about two reads, but it has material that will keep you going for as long as you wanted to. It has the core practice that I designed and created to help get us through this process. So it's called the harmonics practice. You hear me talking about the body soul planet approach. And it's the one where we connect ourselves to the core of the earth. We connect ourselves to source. And so what I do is in, if you were fascinated by some of the things that I talked about today, it roots in this and it teaches you about how getting into a meditative state and working with this meditative process that I designed um, that I call harmonics helps you to stay stabilized during these different changes as well as to um, kind of maintain your spiritual space and your meditative space throughout the day. Meaning that if weird things are happening, you're not going to be completely derailed. Uh, you're able to just do like this practice in 30 seconds, a minute and able to get yourself back into a space that feels good and clear. So I'm going to go ahead and link that. That's at IndieCrowAcademy.LearnWorlds.com. You can also come on to my blog, www.crow-medicine.com. I have it listed there. And if you want to learn the big hakuna, I also released a program called Soul Compass. That program is the one where I really go deep about healing the body, healing the soul, and healing the body-soul connection so that you're able to hear yourself. And know when your soul is talking to you and know when to hear your internal guidance and how to use that as your main compass <laughs> in your life. And you're, that's also available to study now. Both of them are high quality programs that I am very pleased and proud to offer you. So in the meantime, if you're looking for something right now, those are available right now. Uh, you can also go ahead and just do some back sessions of my Crow Medicine podcast I will be creating more and more and more and more and more with love. It's great to hang out here with you. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. And hey, if you did, come on back to my blog. Let me know. I would love to hear from you. More from me, Sue, your friend, Katie Indy Crow.